All right, welcome back. This week's episode of Buckbusters. Jumping right into it, uh, Jack Eichel back on uh, November 11th, Veterans Day here in the U.S. Um, obviously got that that surgery that he he really needed to, you know, be able to go back and you know do what he does, do what we all love, you know, play hockey. Uh, finally got that surgery on his spine. You know, obviously the time frame still stays, stays the same. Three months where he's able to. Be able to At full, least skate or to, full to, body. To, well, full body contact skate, regardless of whether <clears throat> No Vegas wants to put him in the lineup sooner, uh, sooner rather than later. That's up to them, but obviously he is on his way to recovery. And all, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys: three months is a really small frame, especially for a disc. It's one of those things where you think mm-hmm. about it. It's you know me; I'm a construction worker, so I know a lot of guys who are in their 40s or 50s who get these herniated disc surgeries because you know they fell off a jaw they fell off a ladder 20 years ago and they need it and they're out for six months yeah six but, eight <clears throat> months and then you see the hockey players only out for three months it's like well without without due respect i mean considering the age gap between you know construction workers yeah well, and still. some of these you know young stars jack eichel is only 25, 25 26 yeah so like no, the the recovery for a, a young individual like Jack Eichel versus a young, an older individual like a, a stereotypical construction yeah. worker. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be much shorter. I mean, granted, <laughs> Vegas might take longer. And, yeah, and pull him and, off of LTIR. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of what I'm wondering because I was kind of <sighs> doing a little bit of my research the other night and I was kind of looking into it. And that was my first thought. I'm like, if I were Vegas, I would at least give him an extra month, maybe two. Just to say That's kind of pushing it. it really? It, it depends on how fast and how well he does with his recovery. Yeah. Not knowing how Eichel is with with injuries. So it's yeah. it, it's it's a tough a tough thing to kind of judge and gauge. Oh, absolutely. It definitely yeah. makes me feel good though that uh <clears throat> excuse me. It definitely <clears throat> makes me feel good though that he uh that the surgery went well. Because um, I know that was a pretty big concern for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Re- regardless of whether you're a Jack Eichel fan or you fucking hate hate him, like I, I respect him as a young player. I do. I mean, yeah. he's 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 a good young player. He's proven that he's strong even on a absolutely dog, dog, dog shit Buffalo team. Well, I can I can't really talk shit about dog shit teams, but that's, <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't either because of you know how how great Pittsburgh's doing. So. We lost to the Senators. It's it's bad, man. P- yeah. Pittsburgh's looking like shit too. Detroit is looking better than Pittsburgh right now. Always, it's, it's it's not gonna last. Okay, um, I figured out why. It's, well, uh, Detroit's you know well being versus. Pittsburgh should be in. Yeah. Yeah. Or jump, jump. as most most uh, haters of Pittsburgh say, Schittsburg versus Pittsburgh. We are actually looking like Schittsburg. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So going back to the uh, don't or don't Larkin, uh, Jack Eichel thing real quick. Like the fact that he's only going to be out for three months. And yeah. look, looking at it, like some NFL players miss seven weeks or eight weeks for a fucking broken finger. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I'm, 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 a quarterback will miss out on his non-throwing hand. Like, you don't need it's that a, finger it's anyway. Like, oh, my gosh. I sprained my pinky knuckle. It's just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Get fucked. So, okay. Do you want me to mail you a box of tampons? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I actually pulled it up. I looked. I just Googled Jack Eichel. <laughs> Fuck off. I Googled Jack Eichel surgery. And it's a replacement in his neck, not his back. That's my fault. I thought it was a like, disc in his back. It's a disc in his neck. Uh, according to Sportsnet, Eichel's surgery was scheduled to take place at Rocky Mountain Spine Clinic in Denver, uh, last Friday, and they, 
said that the 25-year-old center was obtained by the Knights last week, as we all know, and he'll be staying in Vegas and expect three months of at least rehab. So he's going through three months of rehab, so that doesn't tell us how long he's going to be back on the ice. Yeah, it just depends. Again, like I said earlier, I'm going to reinstate it. Like, it just depends on how well... No, his body and him, so his, I, men, like his mentality. He'll be back just in time, like mid late March. I'll be honest. At the latest, pu- just just in time for the playoffs. Okay. Pu- the post Olympics. That's the earliest he'll be. Is now I'll game be one back of yeah. Olympics. I'll be honest with you guys. Like I said earlier, I'm expecting Vegas to maybe push him back a month so they know he's healthy. You know, yeah, rehab sucks. You know, everybody gets surgery. The rehab sucks. I get shoulder surgery in three and a half weeks, and I'm scared shitless. Like I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know about you guys, but I'm really curious to see how Vegas actually takes this. Because, you know, they acquired him, you know, obviously to let him get the surgery that he needed. But they were hoping that, you know, he could be back on top of his game and be a massive asset to their uh, offensive core. Oh, yeah. Do you... I get... I'm trying to figure out how I can word this. Do you, do you see him jump back into Jack Eichel form? You know exactly. Do you think we're gonna be? Do you think he is going to be the same Jack Eichel after he recovers? Not at first. Not at no. first. Well, that uh, regardless of the player, regardless of whoever the fuck you are, whether you you call yourself you know Connor McDavid or Jack Johnson, you know every player is gonna be you know take some time, shake the rust yeah. off, Absolutely. to get back into that that full form that get you know, every, every every player is gonna need. <clears throat> Well, that, that's one. I think that's one of the Penguins' main struggles right now. Crosby just got activated off of played one game and got thrown back on COVID, so we didn't even get a chance to you know get to see him. Rusty is just ba- just barely getting back to looking like himself. You know, yeah. Gensel missed the first couple games. He's just just now starting to look like Jake Gensel again. Our and our defense is filled with holes. You know, struggling poorly. Well, my big issue with the whole ankle thing is you know. My big concern is how far Vegas will go into playoffs. So if he comes back at playoffs time, will he bring Vegas down not being like Jack, like former Jack Eichel, or will Vegas do well with Jack Eichel fresh off of surgery? That's I, my I, big I, thing. Vegas is going to do well regardless, Jack Eichel or Jack no. Eichel or not. Like, you know, consist- they're like Vegas has been consistent since their inaugural season. What? They've at least made it to the semis like each the, year. Yeah. Well, and there's a reason that they made it all. All the way, they made it to the Cup final their inaugural season, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, but that that was also solely the fact of the performance of you know then goaltender Mark, Mark Andre Fleury, and obviously they've gotten their feet underneath them and their you know their offensive core now be more experienced with each other, like they they know what the what the fuck they're doing. They just we, we discussed we discussed this I think last week or the week before when the trade happened. Something that we'll get possibly get to see this season that we have not yet gotten to see is playoff Jack Eichel. And the chance yeah. of seeing McDavid versus Eichel in the playoffs is really exciting, honestly. Oh yeah, I'd love a, to see that. Yeah, your that's first super. round, your first, the number one pick, and then the at least number two pick. Yeah. At least you don't have to worry about seeing fucking Eichel and Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Only if Buffalo ever make the playoffs ever again, and if Toronto will ever get out of the first round. <laughs> yeah. Colin's yeah. got a point. He's got a point. We'd like to see Larkin in the playoffs. <laughs> that is true. You know, <laughs> if we're ever you know. <laughs> No, he's with, got a point. With the Red Wings, I'm no, no. <laughs> as much as I, I love, like I, I, I predicted in my prediction, my standing prediction, they're looking like a team this year. I could see are. them maybe, maybe they're, still, they're what maybe. fourth in the division right now. They're they're they're, they're, they're third in the division. They're fifteenth in the league. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... They're still going to make playoffs regardless of yeah. what, where they are in the league, but, like... That... But the question is, how far will they go? Not I mean, far! Yeah, you want to talk about a fucking first-round exit. <laughs> well, Toronto. Just pray to God Detroit. that you're playing Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Even then, our, our fucking ass is going to get handed to us on a silver platter. Well, honestly, that's the, the first one. four games, and then you guys come back and win the next three. <laughs> I mean, that's the one thing I love about hockey is, you know, every it, they, you can be a bottom-of-the-barrel team. And it's one of those things where everybody kind of gets together and they butt heads and they're like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to rock and roll. No. You don't think? <laughs> I'm just disagreeing just to disagree with you. Because it's <laughs> you know me so well, don't you? A, you, I mean, you know the Penguins are struggling when Evan Rodriguez is your top fucking scorer. Yeah. <laughs> That's Who? Evan, Evan Rodriguez. Who? Coming into last season was a four, a barely a fourth line center. Yeah. And now he's the leading scorer. <laughs> Oh, uh, moving yeah. on. Uh, Ottawa Senators obviously have been hit with the COVID bug again. Uh, well, no, that was Vancouver. That was Vancouver. Oh, that was Vancouver, Vancouver and Dallas last season. Okay. I couldn't remember if Ottawa was in that. I think they had maybe one or two positive tests. It's not as bad that as it is currently. Fuck fest. Yeah, Vancouver, man. It's Van Coven. <laughs> I love that. I fucking love I that. I think I came up with that last year. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they have a number of their number, like their their starters on COVID. Who? Right uh, Matt Murray, uh, Connor Brown, Josh Brown, Josh, uh, Kyle or Chris Tierney, I believe. Uh, uh, one of their number one defensemen. Like it's. Oh it's really? That's rough. Ooh. Yeah. Nikita Zaitsev, I believe. Uh, Ooh. Here, here, here's the here's their official list uh, as of. I think Friday nights, uh, eight Ottawa Senators placed uh, in COVID. Matt Murray, Connor Brown, Josh Brown, Alex uh, Formentin, Dylan Gambrell, Nick Holton, Victor Meat, and Nick Holton. That's what I was thinking. That's the and big Austin the Watson are the eight players that again as of Friday <laughs> the eleventh. Yeah, as of Friday the eleventh. Obviously, that could have went up since then, but you know. Do you want me to look it up and see? No. That's fine. Okay. Um. More. Let's go to more positive news. Okay. Uh, yeah. Erie Otters have relieved Chris Fartsburg <laughs> of his, you know, OHL coaching duties in her pace. Uh, B.J. Adams. B.J. Adams. No, okay, uh, BJ. I was shut up. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I know they at the beginning they extended with. Um, they, they extended his contract yeah, with it. But and they, they let him go. <laughs> because of, I mean, with the way they're playing, they're the dead last in the OHL. I mean, we were at the game, what, Saturday night, yeah. and it was a great game until the third fucking period when they put in four goals in a row, and we were like, ha, 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 let's go home. I ex- <laughs> see, I expected them to release him later in the year, but because of being so early, we're not even 15 games into the season, and... It's ridiculous, man. You got what, four wins? Three. Three. Only three. Three. Yeah, us Otters aren't going to do well this year. I, mean, I um, can see us maybe making playoffs and losing mm, in the first round. I mean, there's there's only, what, three teams that don't, four teams that don't. Yeah. So. We're going to uh, pull. Three teams in, in the, no, four teams in the East, and three in the West. And we're, Erie's part of the West. Yeah. So Which is one of the tougher conferences. So basically, we're going to pull a, Tor- Erie's going to pull a Toronto, leave out the first round, we're going to give a big goodbye celebration, and we're going to be like, yeah, woohoo, no more fucking home games until September. 
Yes. Yeah, so I wouldn't say well who, but yeah, sure. I'm hoping with now that BJ Adams. I mean, he's got experience. He was with Erie since twenty the 2015, 2016 season. That's what six years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that I think that was six, this is seventh season with seventh season with the And so he was back at towards the so very end of McDavid's. So he's seen stretch. our potential. How how we so could he was play. there for the championship. He was there for um our. Who's coaching for Hartsburg? I'm blanking. Um, Chris. Um, Chris no, no block. Yeah, yeah, yeah no Chris block. no block. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. I think that was just. At, must have been just after the uh, at, great, great, greatest of all time, Peterson Dorkowitz, uh tandem. <laughs> yeah, because so. um, yes, he's been the assistant since, but um, with him now being in charge, I feel like I'm hoping he can turn around this team. For the future, uh, and get back to hopefully what they were in the near future rather than later. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, worst case scenario, the Otters have a bad season this year, and they can bounce back next season. Something I, that I I'm more than excited for and cannot wait for is playoff hockey to be back in Erie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. Man. Yep. Uh, speaking of Erie, uh, former Erie Otter and current ca- uh, Oiler captain Connor McDavid tonight tonight's uh, November 14th records his 600th career points. Wow. We were talking offline, and since he's obviously had six seasons in the NHL now, this not, is... Not even six full seasons. Well, not even six full seasons, two of them being... Either he played or... half of his rookie year, and then uh, obviously last year's COVID season. Um, we worked it out. He's averaging now... Around 150 points a season. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, four full NHL full four full 82 game NHL seasons, and 600 points. So 150 points a season. That's and he's not much older than anybody in this room right now. Yeah, I I was was listening to Ethan. He's our age. I was listening to the podcast of um. Is he only like twenty? Is he only twenty three? Only twenty three, twenty four. Yeah. Holy shit! He was drafted when he was like seventeen. Yeah. I I thought he was like twenty five. No, he wasn't. No, because he went this his senior year at McDowell High School was he started with the Otters at like sixteen, seventeen. Connor McDavid, born January thirteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, he's 23. He's he, 24. 24. He's seven months older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and what have you done with your life so far? Absolutely jack shit nothing. So. I work conduction. <laughs> uh, I was listening to the uh, the bar, the Bardown guys over at TSN, listening to one of their podcasts. Uh, they're going over the fact of, will McDavid ever actually hit 150 points in a single season? I see it. If he's one, if he stays healthy, then that was that two, was some of the main reason they're saying if he can stay healthy, if he can and stay, if he can perform at the rate he did last season, yes, yeah, he, yeah last rate, he, he was at the last season he was at the rate to get what was 147, which would have been just shy. Yeah, that's still so Um, some other big news: Crosby finally comes back to the ice tonight versus Washington. That went over well. Along with yeah. uh, Brian Dumoulin, um, Marcus Pedersen, and Chad Ruedel. Yeah, they, those three well. de- uh, defensemen were also activated tonight. Um, Leo Komarov leaves the Islanders, and he signed with the SKA of Continental Hockey League. I think that's Russian. Yeah, K- yeah. it's the KHL, which okay. is the, the, the Russian Super League. Okay, and he was... Dude, some of, those, some of the teams in the KHL, holy shit. 
Yeah. You, you want to watch? You want to watch some some intense ass hockey? Watch some KHL games. Yeah, if you want to go for offense and no, you know, defense yeah. or goaltending. That's where um, Malkin, Malkin came from. Yager came from. You know, some of the Russian greats. Yeah. Well, this was his last season of a four season contract with the Isles, so I'm kind of. I don't know how much time he had left with uh, with the season, so I'm assuming it was either the end of the season or maybe before. Yeah. Um. Then. Other news: uh, Alex Goligoski of the Minnesota Wild was fined a max of five thousand dollars for his high sticking penalty against Seattle Kraken forward Jordan Everly. Yeah, mm. I did. I didn't see the video, but it was I one of those either. things where I could only imagine <laughs> something like that, and I'm like, you know. That had to either be broke his nose or fucking I don't know. Um, Evan Rod we- Evan Rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> Evan Rodriguez of the Pittsburgh Penguins is fined twenty five hundred dollars for a dangerous trip against Zach Sanford of the Ottawa Senators. No wonder why we lost Rodriguez. That's kind of like the, the Dwysidel a couple weeks Dwysdale. ago. <laughs> Dwysdale. Dwysdale. Jamie Dry Jamie Jamie Dwysdale Dry Jamie Dwysidel. <laughs> Uh, it's not, I don't want to talk about it, okay? <laughs> Why, well, you can barely talk that? You can barely <laughs> talk that? You can barely talk that? You can barely talk that? Mark Borowiecki? I think that's how you Mark say Borowiecki it. Mark Borowiecki of the Nashville Predators will have a hearing with the NHL Player Safety Committee on Sunday, today. Uh, he is facing the hearing after... Facing? Facing the... For a kneeing penalty against Dim- Dimitri Jaskin of the Arizona Coyotes. Wait, player safety? That doesn't say Tom Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> this, this next little bit I found interesting. Jake or Jake Allen, the goalie of the Canadians, left the game first period yesterday after clotting with Red Wings forward Dylan Harkin. Allen stayed in the game until taken off by the concussion protocol spotter. And... Uh, Larkin fell into Allen after taking a check from Jeff Petrie. Again, didn't <laughs> see it. And I'm, sh- I'm sure it wasn't deliberate. Again, I know I yeah. said, well, I know I say that's not like Dylan Larkin, yet he turned around and fucking cold cocked somebody just because <laughs> he took a bad hit. Oh, again, that wasn't, I don't think it was as intentional yeah. as the Jake Gensel hit on, um, Sergei Bobrovsky. What was it, Thursday night? Which oh, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that yeah. one was intentional. He was just, he just kind of had forward momentum and, didn't have time to stop, but still, unfortunately, got a goaltender interference penalty from it in overtime, which luckily Penguins still ended up winning that one game that they've won in the past week. And then uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Nick Dowd of the Washington Capitals signed a $3.9 million contract with him, so he will be uh, averaging $1.3 million a season. Which is pretty, pretty... That's a, that's a fair price for Nick Dowd. Like he's, uh, yeah. yeah. He's, I don't think he's worth much more. Me, I think he like he probably could have put one point five. That's what I was thinking but, when I was reading the article. Yeah, that's a very fair, very fair payment for Nick Dad right there. Yeah, a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, one right. thing that we had forgotten to mention is uh, Kirsten Welsh is the first female ref in ice hockey history. That's um, awesome. I, yeah, she she ref won the OHL games. Kitchener before. and Owen Sound last. Yeah, yeah, the, the was it Owen Sound or Guelph? I thought it was Guelph. Oh, Owen, was it, it was Kitchener Owen Sound. Was it Owen Sound? Okay. I either way, it was in the OHL. I know she's doing the uh, the AHL tonight. I don't and, know exactly what team, but um. Yeah, that that'll be released well, later dates. A but, point. That's a perfect day that NHL hockey's for everybody. Like, yeah. Yeah. Whether so, you, whether you're in a jersey or and, just 
And it seems like the reception of her into the hockey community has been pretty well so far. Yeah, I mean, we've been, been, you know, it's just a matter of time before we see the first female coach. Like, you know, they've they've had one in football. I know a couple females have done ref the NBA games. You know, so they're making their way around, man. It's it's an awesome thing to see. It is is a great thing to see. It's definitely, that's the one thing that I love about hockey above, like, other sports. Like, other, let's put it this way, other U.S. national sports. Uh, is we really celebrate and we welcome diversity into it, yeah. really, because we don't care as long as you have a passion for the game. Oh yeah, and that, that's all that fucking matters. That's all. That's, you, that's, you, that's, you, a, that's hey, it. You, do you love the game of hockey? Yes or no? Well, if like, you lo- love it, come come on in. The tail end, tail end of last yeah. season, our very very beginning of the season, we had what Luke Prokop, you know, first yeah. openly gay yeah. player to come out. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, so I mean. Yeah. I'll be honest, I thought it'd be really cool. I told you guys I work construction. I'm in a union that's based out of Pittsburgh. And I'm like, how cool would it be when I retired and we went to Pittsburgh and worked for like the Penguins? Not do anything major, but, you know, work in the office of the Penguins and just say, wow, I work for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Or regardless of what franchise yeah. you work for. Oh, as, yeah. Even if, if you work for, for a actual National Hockey League. You say, like, like hey, team. look, I, I work in the front office of the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, yeah. Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins. Doesn't matter who the fuck, like, who you, who you work for. Even a team that we have grown up hating, Boston Bruins, for the Flyers, the yeah. Capitals. It would still be cool to just it just say like, that you like, work for hey, that team. I, I, I work for the Washington Capitals. You know, I'm a, I'm a like, scouting representative for the Washington. Yeah. Like, it's, it'd be cool as shit. I very highly doubt any of us would be fucking scouts. Well, you know but, what I mean. But... Regardless, <laughs> the, the the point that Kyle's trying to make is, yep. hey, look, I, I'm working for a you know top of the line organization like the Washington Capitals. Yeah, it, I mean, be, my stepdad, my stepdad used to work for the Erie Otters, and he loved his job, and he was just the sales rep for the Otters. Didn't do anything major. He his job just was just to do promotions and to do the sales and advertisements. So all those advertisements you see on the side of the rink, that was his job. He made all the deals with them. So yeah, regardless of what you do, that's that's a fucking big, big yeah. job. Yeah. Last last piece, last bit of news before we take a break here and go into the main topic. Uh, Auto or Calgary Flames goaltender Dan Vladder gets his first career NHL shutout. Four nothing against the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> Were you about to say Sunday the Ottawa afternoon. Flames? I almost said Ottawa Flames. I was hoping nobody would see that. You know them fucking Calgary Senators? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right, and now on to the main topic of this this week weekly edition. edition. Uh, fantasy, obviously. Well, hopefully most of us are in a fantasy league or, or follow fantasy or whatever the heck you do. If you are, what the fuck are you doing? Um, yeah, we, uh, obviously we went through, uh, we, we had, well, we went off of NHL's official top 200 list. We narrowed it down to the top 15, obviously with a couple honorable mentions, assuming everybody's been playing and, oh, has played at least one NHL game and has recorded something. <laughs> so, um, I, I know we, we all have some honorable mentions before we get into the top 15 of who, who we think based off of the NHL. So, Ethan, who do you have for your... So, I have two honorable mentions, and you guys may agree to disagree, and I, again, that's fine. But, um, I said Connor Hellebuck and Steve Stamkos. Yeah. I, I, where, I where, do you, where, can you, where do you think they should be? Where are they currently? Where do you think they should be? So, right now, Hellebuck is 37, and Stamkos is 32. 
It's man, Stammer is tough. I would probably give Hellebuck the fifteen spot. I give Hellebuck the fifteen spot and give Stammer the twelve spot. Twelve? Oh, that's honestly fair. I'd say that's a pretty fair. I mean, yeah, Steve Stamkos obviously back-to-back cup champion, but there are plenty of other players on the Tampa Bay Lightning that put up a lot more points that he does than he does. And there are people that I believe that deserve higher spots on the list than him. Even though he is a phenomenal captain, phenomenal player, and Connor Hellebuck's a phenomenal goaltender, I just feel like that there are certain players that can pass them both. Yeah. Uh, a couple honor- honorable mentions on my end. Uh, first one, Sergei Bobrovsky is currently sitting at number 34. With the way he's been playing the start of the season, man, he should, without question, at least be top 20. Oh yeah, that, that's no that's... question. How he's he's looked absolutely like he's looked like beginning of his career with Columbus. Queer, Queer. big beginning of his career. <laughs> <laughs> beginning of his career in Columbus, Sergey. Like the the Bob, the meme. The we're looking. We're look, It's truly the he's, Bob. He's look. He's been looking phenomenal this season. And um, another captain, Anze Kopitar of L.A., currently sitting at twenty nine. With with the start, he again the start he's off to. He could yeah. be breaking top fifteen. Mm. Even that you could even some could I argue was top ten right now. At him as as he's one of my honor rolls, but more the, I believe still a top three score in the league currently. He's he's looking really good. Yeah, he's solid. He's always been solid though. Yeah. He's been like the shimmer of hope for the Kings for a long time now. Yeah, yeah. Going down a little bit further, going down to thirty eight with John Tavares. You know, with the start that the Leafs had compared to what they're doing now, they're on a pretty hot streak right now. They've won, like, what, seven of the past eight or something like that. They're doing really good. They're a good um, regular season team. It's just they suck dick at the playoffs. In the first round. Uh, I think John Tavares could also be arguing maybe push him in up to around the top 25. I wouldn't say top 20, top 15, but I think you could squeeze him into the top 25 somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Is that all yours? That's, that's all my honorable mentions, yeah. Um, I have a couple on... Like one of mine that I had, Dougie Hamilton. He's currently ranked at forty-five. Real, he was really good um, defenseman. Like you can't, especially last year with Carolina. I mean, this year he's been doing pretty good with New Jersey. I mean, he just for how New Jersey is. Yeah, yeah. he's doing pretty solid. Um, and then another one uh, would be Mitch Marner. He's currently thirty, thirty-first. Um. I've always thought like him and being really well like besides Austin Matthews. Um, I also said mentioned Anze Kopitar as well. Kind of like what Kyle said. Um, then, as of right now, I hate I hate to do because I love Mitch Marner. I'd have to disagree just currently because he's he's just not playing like Mitch Marner right now. No, he he's yeah. not. He only has like six five six points on the season. He's he's not looking like Mitch Marner. No. He, he's off to a very rough start. And then I also mentioned, um, I also had Connor Hellebuck as an honorable mention as well. Yeah. Yeah. I had, a lot of mine were in the lower numbers, so I just kind of got rid of a lot of mine because I <coughs> forgot we were doing, you know, top 30 or whatever we were doing, top 50. So, but I had Kopitar. I actually moved, I just did a little bit. I actually moved Kopitar to one of my numbers, but I won't reveal that until we get started. Uh, but... I didn't really have a lot, to be honest with you. I just kind of, I've been agreeing with what you guys were saying. Because like I said, a lot of mine were like, 
you know, the one of mine was Charlie McAvoy, and he was rated, he was down like 68, and I put him, and I said, okay, he can have a breakout, he can start to break out, and I can see him in the top 20. But he, uh, that's, again, as much as I like Charlie McAvoy, he's one of the only Bruins that I like. Mm-hmm. Pushing top 20 is a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Because and that's just for the simple fact that he's young. I mean, he's our age. I think he yeah. might be even a little bit younger than us. I think I think he's right around you guys. But it's, I mean, me, I say you guys because I'm he's one of, only I'm one of the youngest in one his here. what second or third season with third season, I believe. Third so he's, season. He's 20, so, I want to say he's 25, 24, 25. I want to say give or take. Um, 23. Oh wow! Uh, December twenty first of ninety seven. Oh wow! So so he's, just, only, he's yeah only, he he's four months younger than me. He's he'll be twenty four short. He's seven months older than me, or eight months older than me. Um, but yeah, as, as he's a great defenseman. I mean, he's as I said, I enjoy watching him play for as young as a player as he is. But just top twenty is a stretch. Mm. Give it, give it probably three more seasons, two or three more seasons, and I would wholeheartedly agree with you. Just right now, it's kind of, it's kind of tough to call. Yeah. All right. So I have four players. I just took one off my list because of you know only two games made this season so far. Um, I'm gonna have to disagree with Kyle. Uh, obviously he's been off to a rough start in Toronto, but like Mitch Marner is definitely worth of at least a yeah. top twenty spot on this fantasy roster. Yeah. Any, right. any other time I'd agree. I'm just saying. I'm right. just saying currently. Right now, no. But if, yeah. once and if we like, do, any other time, I could not agree more. With if you. if uh-huh. we do rehash this later on in the season, and he, he's proven his worth, yeah, sure. Yeah. Or if, if you're looking, you know, beginning of the season last year, he's phenomenal. Without that's question. why I. So that him. I'm going to keep my honorable mentions for now. That's why I put him as honorable. For now, but uh, that's given time. Yeah. An- another one, darn owners. Obviously, I. You know, the number one defenseman out in Edmonton. Uh, he, he can put up some good numbers, assuming he's on, you know, the first power play unit with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Assuming he's training all the ice time that he needs, or that he can get. Very he, under very underappreciated. I don't want to call him underrated, because I don't think Darnell Nurse is underrated by any stretch of the imagination, but he's underappreciated. Yeah, consi- uh, all things It's honestly consi- a very good word to use. Yeah, all, all, thi- all things considered. So, e- Ethan's right. Um, another one is uh, Fat Boy Phil. Phil the Thrill. Phil the Thrill. had Phil the Thrill. Hot dog loving, two-time Stanley Cup winning hot, uh, Phil, Phil the Thrill. And then I also have uh, Tyler Segan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put him, you know, I'd probably put him... I'd, put, I'd say top 25 would be 20, fair. maybe just outside the top, the top 20 spot. I'd say tw- but, top but 25. Top 25 almost without a question. Again, he's another one that top 20 is kind mm. of a... Uh, it's a push. It's a push, yeah. All right, so moving into the actual top 15. Uh, as of the NHL app right now... Uh, the number fifteen spot is currently held by Carolina goaltender Freddie Anderson. And I'm I'm really proud of my preseason prediction, man. He's really shown like he has the caliber to get that the comeback player of the year. A bounce. I think he a can bounce get bounce it. Back season. He's cu- currently nine and two with a one point seven eight goals against. I really, he's, holy shit. Point yeah, nine three eight save percent. Like he is on fire right now, man. And it's, it, it it proves that if you leave Toronto, you're gonna have success. You're gonna have success. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a bubble here, but he's man, he's. He is part of that main storm in Carolina yeah. right now. 
Absolutely. Shut up, Kyle. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to stay with goaltenders, but I'm going to go with what most of you guys have put in as an honorable mention. Hellebuck? Connor Hellebuck. I, I feel like as of right now, he deserves the number 15 spot. Obviously, he can move up as soon as he starts getting momentum, but with how his performance was last season, I feel like he can definitely... No. He, he can definitely jet his way forward. Because yeah, he, he had a very good year last year. Yeah. He had a phenomenal year. I mean, minus that, that, yeah. second, that second round exit. Except excluding that... He, yeah, he did really well. He, yeah. he was the main reason for that sweep in the first round against Edmonton. And, like, shut completely shut down McDavid and Dreyfus. I think they had, what, combined one point com- between both of them in the four games? Like, it, they, he shut those two down, man. It was mm, insane. Um, uh, number 15. Um, or, oh, I thought I was going to give my number 15. Oh, I thought ahead. we were just going in a circle. Um, <laughs> so, my number 15, I mean, I feel like right now Freddie Anderson is a good pick. But I'm going to have to agree with Colin. I'm going to stay with goaltenders. But I'm going to swap Hellebuck for the Bob. I'd, I'd give Bob the the 15 slot. Because he's yeah. another one who's just on fucking fire right now, dude. Yeah. Like, it's almost like like Kyle was saying, like, early in his career, like, prime Sergei Bobrovsky. Which, okay. I think, I can't remember which one of us said it. But I think we, one of us was saying that we're really hoping that he's going to have a bounce back season. That, that was that was me in our preseason or preseason predictions for yeah like award or award predictions or just you know yeah season alone predictions. And he, I feel like with how Florida's playing now, because he he is in Florida, isn't he? He's in Florida. Well, yeah, I mean, he so. he's primarily the reason why they're number one in the league right now. Is, yeah, yeah, you know. he's he's the fucking man. He's he's the Bob right now. Dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to under, don't have to underestimate Spencer Knight. He's been like when Bob hasn't he, been in that. Spencer Knight has been doing. He he's stepped up and you know kind of pushed Bob to the next level. Well, yeah. Not not only as a starter as a, as Bob has been the number one goaltender, but like he he's pushed Bob mm-hmm. to the next level. Like hey, if I don't you know if I don't do if, if I don't perform the way I, I am I'm needed to, like this young like kid it. is. But luckily, um, Spencer Knight um, has a great um, leader in the Bob right in front of him. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There's, I don't think there's really a whole lot of other better goaltenders in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and this might be a stretch, and you guys might. Uh, disagree with me on this but this is another goaltender that i love i feel like eventually we'll be able to put Bobrovsky in like the same category as somebody like roberto luongo yeah uh, yeah and see by the by the end of his career yeah by the end of his career we'll we'll be able to put him he'll he'll be one of those goalies that our kids are googling yeah give give it time yeah yeah as i said it's not I, i i see that happening more towards the end of his career but eventually, we can be able to put him on par with somebody yeah. as phenomenal as a goaltender as Roberto Luongo. Yeah, my 15, I had Anze Kopitar. As you guys were playing him as honorable mentions, I figured that, and I don't know a lot about him, but I've heard great things about him. and He's a good player. I've he's seen a, a couple highlight reels here and there, and I'm like, he's on fire. He is. Yeah, he's he's phenomenal. For, for my number 15, I'm 
I'm honestly not going to change it. I like. I think Fred Anderson is perfectly placed there. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not going to. But the way he again, with the way he's been playing, I'm, I'm not going to change that. He's he's on fire. Yeah. No, he's not. He's a goaltender. Fuck off. Actually, technically, he's on the ice. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> he's right. All right. Go so. Uh, number fourteen uh, from the Rangers, left winger, Artemi. Panarin, the, uh, the bread man. Oh, not the bread man, but Panarin bread. Panarin bread. Panarin bread. Yeah. Panarin bread. <sighs> I I want to stick with the team, but I feel like his team his teammates, Nika Zibanejad, deserves the number fourteen spot. I you literally took the words out of my mouth. I was, uh, that's I, exactly not, who I was going to pick. I, I currently have Panera on Panarin on this list, but just higher, a little bit higher. Yeah, I was going to say I'd put. Panarin a good amount higher. I mean Panarin again. He's he's for the Rangers. They're a decent team this year. I mean they're mm-hmm. they're nine and three. Nine three and three. Not. I forget they're standing in. Six. The, I forget they're standing in the division. Um, right now. He's currently got fifteen points in fourteen games. Um, or sorry, sixteen points in fifteen games. That's um, pretty. That's pretty so good. He, he's doing yeah, pretty I good. over a point a game. It's not. It's not terrible. That's like yeah. a goal and an assist. I honestly, um, I kept him to where he was at. I kept him at fourteen. He's to me. I mean, I love him. He's a great player, but he still kind of has a little more to prove. I think. Mm. I think he can still shine. You know, still shimmer a little bit and show us a little more juice. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Colin. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I actually have Panarin. I'm gonna have him a little bit higher. 19, or, sorry, 14. I have David Pasternak. Like, Pasta. Pasta. He's, well, I would, him, I might call him the best player on Boston right now. He's, he's damn good, and he's going to be damn good for a long time. Oh, yeah. Whether he's with Boston or if something happens, he goes elsewhere. He, he's going to be a very good player I don't, for a I long don't time. think that he'll go elsewhere. Again, and that just comes down to the magical SC word of salary cap. Yeah, he, he currently not. currently point per game right now. He's four goals, eight assists in twelve games, so twelve points in twelve games. He's he's also doing great things with a, a somewhat struggling Boston team right now. But yeah, they're not looking terrible, but they for looked, for for Boston they're looking pretty good. rough. But I I like everyone. I actually had Panarin a much higher, but I had um, Ilya Sorokin as. In number fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he's been bit. Been, I haven't been following him that much this season so far. I wouldn't put him that high yet, but top twenty maybe. Thir- I give him thirty. 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 Thirty's a stretch, but thirty, yes. Yeah. yeah. I I said mine. I kept Panarin at the same spot. All right. So. All right, uh, number 13 is Rangers teammate and defenseman Adam Fox. That That's actually where I put in uh, a, a boss, uh, a Bruin, uh, Patty Bergeron. Okay. So, he's, pro- he's proven his worth, and yeah, he's the leader for a reason, but in Boston, being down, but he, he's not going to be, he's not going to break that top 10. As much as I, I hate to say it, he's not going to break that top 10 for for fantasy all, uh, all this season so far. Yeah. I don't fuck, man. For a defenseman, another one doing insane. 15 points in 14 games. For a defenseman, that's insane. Yeah, that's That's nuts. really fucking good for a defenseman. Um, I would have to agree with Colin and staying with Boston, but I'm actually going to put the rat in number 13. That I actually have the rat a little bit higher than that. Oh, really? I actually yeah. have him higher, too. 
As much as I fucking hate that, you know, big nose cheese bone. I, I wanted to at least include him somewhere on my my 15 list. Um, I mean, he's another one who could have a really breakout, breakout season this season um, and put up a shitload of points, but it just it depends on how much time he spends either off on injury or uh, in, the in, the, in the sin bin. Yeah. So um, that's why I kind of put him at that number 13 spot because it's still not quite the bottom, but and he's breaking that top 20, top 15. I just, there's going to be a lot of players that do it a lot better. Yeah. Uh, right, right now, currently number 13. Spoiler, I just swapped 12 and 13. I got Aaron at Blood at 13 currently rather than Adam Fox. So just flipped off, I got Fox at 12 and Eckblad at 13. Uh, very similar players, very similar play styles. I just think Fox is a tad bit better there than Eckblad at, at this current state. Um, yeah, n- nothing against Darren Eckblad, but like I said, Fox, just as of right now, is a tad bit better. Mm-hmm. And for my number 13, I have Sebastian Ajo of Carolina. Yeah, that's Sebastian Ajo of Carolina. Yeah, yeah. The Carolina okay. one, not the, the not, one. not the honors one. The I will one. never forget that night. You know there's two Sebastian Ajos? What? What? <laughs> like, the four of us didn't believe Bobo at the point, but, like, he was right. We're all like, what? That's yeah. why we now have to say. What are be... the fucking odds of that? I know. That's crazy. One um, of you could have two one. John Smiths in the league. You could have nine John Smiths in the league. No. You have two Sebastian Ajos. Who? Ajo? Fuck off. Uh, my number 13, I have pasta. Pasta. I have pasta a little lower on my list. And like Kyle said, you know, he's definitely one of the best Bruins to play at the moment. But I still feel like there's people with more talent above him. Mm. Um, I don't know, Kyle, I don't know, spoiled this earlier. Um, number 12 is Aaron Eckblad of the, the Panthers. Um, honestly, I have Patty Kane. No, he, he's he's starting to slow. Well, I'm I'm not saying he's he's slow, but he's starting to slow down considering. So of where he was, yeah. Uh, of where he was, you know, in their in their three Stanley Cup runs, you know, last decade. It's 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 weird to say last decade. Yeah. Because you know, hard to believe the the 2010s went so by so fast. Yeah, I I I, I get it. Aaron Eckblad's only sitting at. 11 points in 15 games. Like, it's why I swapped them compared to Adam Fox, who has 16 points in 15 games. Um. Yeah, so I actually, um, sticking with defensemen, um, I swapped Aaron Eckblad for uh, Darnell Nurse. Okay. I, put, I put Darnell Nurse in my number 12 spot. I feel like it's enough. I wanted to put him over Marchand. I mean... And I feel like that's because I feel like Darnell Nurse is a little bit more efficient as far as getting points is more than Marchand. I mean, Marchand's got grit. Well, then again, it does help when you have, you know, players like, you know, Leon Dreisaitl, you know, Connor McDavid, McDavid on your team. Yes, that's going to that's gonna help you. It's going to help you, but he kind of does his own thing. And that's why I feel like he deserved to be at least on the top 15 list because he's not relying on that one-two punch of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl to put up points. He can still put up points. Whereas Marshawn kind of relies on Bergeron and 
Pasternak to put up points, where Darnell Nurse can almost do it on his own. That's why I put him above the rap. All right. Yep. I, 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 I spoiled mine beforehand. I said I just swapped two. I have Adam Fox at 12. Okay. Damn it. Let it go, Kyle. I mean, my number 12, I actually moved him up from 15. Like, in the current standing, I have Frenjic Anderson at 12. Okay, like, that's fair. Just, oh, I'm just, I'm set. I, I thought he was going to be good. I didn't think he was going to be as good as he is currently doing. Dude, he's I, fucking again, um, get, get yourself out off of, of the Toronto Maple Leafs roster. Yes. Caroline, he's unbelievable right now. Big improvement for him with the Canes. And it's just, he's going to be great the rest of this year if he keeps it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 12, I have Alexander Barkov, goalie of the Panthers. No, or not the goalie, a forward. I'm sorry, I got the name mixed up. <laughs> Leave me alone. But, yeah, he... I, God, I have a drink. Isn't he the fucking captain of the Panthers? I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> what the fuck ever. It's a C, not a G, Bobo. Cap- captain goalie, what's the difference? <laughs> it's a C, not a G. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I have Barkov up at number 12. He's been doing phenomenal with the Panthers. and Another, again, very underappreciated player. Absolutely. I almost put him a little higher, but I think you guys were like a couple top couple on my list. Uh, so for number eleven, I I mentioned him earlier, uh, Patty Kane okay. from Shy Town. I actually have a uh, Panarin in his spot. Panera bread. Panera bread. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, in his spot, I actually said Kirill Kaprizov. Um, I know it might be kind of a stretch, given the fact that he's as young as he is. But you know he's proven that he's definitely got some, he's definitely got some fire in him, and I feel like he's going to be able to have his breakout season, and <laughs> I feel like he deserves to have uh, <laughs> that that number fifteen spot. <laughs> God damn you! <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, as he said, he's not addicted to cocaine. He just likes the way it smells. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Patrick Kane, man, for. As bad as Chicago's doing right now, he's doing really well. 15 points in 11 games. But uh, number 11 is where I have Panarin, Panera Bread. I said I actually had um, at number 11 as well as Panarin as well. My 11, I had Adam Fox. Adam Fox? Okay. Number 10, I'm surprised he has sunk to as low as he has. But with his performance so far this season... I, I don't think we should be surprised. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, yeah, that's who I have. My number ten is Vasi. I, I actually am going to change it up. I'm going to, I'm going to stay with Tampa, but I have uh, Victor Hedman. Okay. I'm right there. I'm right there spot. with you, Victor Hedman. I got his number ten. As good as he is, I mean, with how poorly Tampa is cur- currently doing. Currently, I mean, it's, yeah. they they most I have they need it. We'll have a bounce back. Yeah, they'll they'll turn around like they they've done these past two two seasons with how then with them eventually winning the cup. Yeah, they're they're gonna bounce back led by you know none other than Steve Stamkos, Andre Vasilevsky, Victor Edmund. Yeah, I have Hedman a little higher on my list, but I kept Vasiv in the same spot at number ten. Um, I actually have Vasiv higher. Do honestly. you? Uh, I, I, I have Vasiv higher, but I I think Hedman, who. Uh, 
is currently not in the top 15 right now, but I, I feel like he, oh, I, Hedman's number 20 currently on the list. Who's that? I, but I, I think he deserves a little bit higher for a, a, currently a struggling Tampa Bay Lightning team. Yeah. He was my 15, Hedman was. Um, so, who, when did you? My number 11? Yeah. That's um, no, that, 10. Yeah, 10. 10 was Hedman, which Kyle agreed with you. 10, yeah, I agreed with him on. Yeah. Yeah. I um I actually had um Alexander Barkov at number ten. Okay. Is it sad to say that I don't have Barkov on my top fifteen? No, I don't no. either. Okay, cool. At least I'm not the only yeah. one. <laughs> I I have a teammate in the top ten, but I mean, you know, it's, it's I, not it's not Barkov. I was between. I have an idea who it is, but I kind of had to um. I was trying to figure out who I wanted in that spot either. So, e- Ethan, since, since you're rejoining us here in the studio... I need to do my number 11, I think, still. 10. Number 10? Yeah, number 10 is uh, Vasilevsky. I know Kyle and I both have Victor Hetman as, as a number 10 here. I kept Vasi at number 10. And then I had Barkov at 10. I'd honestly put Vasi a little bit higher, me personally. Um, so, I'm actually going to tr- trade... Uh, yeah, trade. I'm going to swap... Uh, Vassy for another one of his teammates in Mr. Braden Point. I forgot yeah. about Braden Point. Uh, I think a 10 spot is pretty fair for Braden Point. I, I mean, mean, he's again super young, but has clearly proven that yeah. he can put up points. So, and right now, I mean, he's have a slow. I mean, he's he's he's, he's kind of sl- slow on his skates. Right now, the beginning of the season, but but, but then again, that, I he's gonna because it seems like every time when we get. Closer to the postseason, that's when he's always really. Oh, he that's up. I I feel like that he kind of matches the the Tampa Bay start. You know, they they're all starting a little slur, slur. Yes, they're all starting a little slow. Obviously, they're you're they're starting just, a little slow right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously that that's why the you know where they're at in the standings. Yeah. Uh, Jeffy, I know you said him as your number ten, but he's actually currently number nine. Is in Alexander Barkov. Okay. Xander Barkov. I mean, me and Colin ag- agreed that he's not currently in my top 15. Nothing against him. I mean, he's doing, he, he's, he's doing he's, great. He has 16 yeah. points in 14 games right now. Like, he, he, he's, he's a great player for the Florida Panthers. Yeah. But in the grand you know, retrospective of the whole NHL, he's not a top 15 player. No. And that's why exa- I have exactly Adam Fox as my number nine, per- my number nine player. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, I think my number nine spot, I would have to give to Connor Hellebuck. Um, I know it's kind of a, again, I know it's kind of a stretch, but. That's right, mine's even bigger. Um, Shocker. I Fuck doubt it. Um, but he's another one that's just an absolute brick wall goaltender, and he's like the light at the end of the tunnel for mm-hmm. Winnipeg. So, I mean, I felt like he is more than deserving of that number nine spot. Uh, currently number nine, I'm actually jumping him up quite a few spots. I believe one of you guys put him as one of your honorable mentions. Number nine, I'm going to give to Mr. Captain Stamkos, Stephen Stamkos. That was me. I agree. Um, currently, he's you know looking like he did back when he first came into the league. Currently at 15 points in 13 games, looking like classical Stephen Stamkos, and I couldn't be happier for him. Hell always, yeah. Always, always been. Yeah. Well, was was one of the players that got me into the sport of hockey, man. He like, like back in what that 60 goal season he had when was it 2011. Like he, that's where he went off, man. Like he, like every every time he was touching that puck, it was in the back of the net within seconds. 
and then in those year, few years before their um, championship, it was just as devastating as seeing them do so well, Tampa. It was just devastating seeing Stamkos coming up so short of and being so close to winning. But yeah, looking back in 2015 yep. when Tampa lost to Chicago. You know, to Chicago in six games, like you, you can tell he was he was devastated, but that, at the same point he was motivated to help push his team to the next level, actually lifting that Stanley Cup versus you know mm. seeing the the enemy team, I guess, yeah. lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, I I um my number nine I had he I know he's higher, but I had um Austin Matthews at number nine. Ooh, you got Matt Lowe. Yeah. Ooh. Honestly, Nothing I Nothing was... against him. Oh, yeah, I have everything against him. <laughs> yeah. We know. Oh, we know. We know. Trust in me. my opinion, he shouldn't be in the top 20. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine's a bigger of a stretch than Ethan's was. I have Matthew Kachuk at number nine. Honestly? Yeah, it's not that bad of a That's really not, much not of that bad. Because he's currently ranked number 42 right now, and... I was really debating because I don't. I was really debating if I wanted to put him that high, and I was like, he's been doing I, really well I, this season. I mean, yeah, he even 12, uh, 12, 12 points in fifteen games. I mean, that's a, that's average. Matthew I would have put him top twenty. If we would have went over this topic beginning of the season, I would have been. I I would have called you fucking nuts for mm-hmm. putting him inside the top thirty. Well, look what but, happened when we called him nuts last season for putting Dallas at number seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, at the same point, like I, I gotta give you, I gotta, I gotta give you credit, man. So that's no, mm-hmm. that's actually pretty fair. That's Solid, yeah. I'll give you that. All right. So currently sitting at the number eight spot is uh, Carolina winger Andre Svechnikov. Svechnikov. Yeah. Svechnikov. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, Johnny Huberdo actually as my number eight. Okay. Honestly, I was okay, back. Yeah. And, I was back and forth between putting him or Barkov at, when I put him at ten. I was be- bouncing back between Huberdo and Barkov. I, and I end up going with Barkov over. As much as I don't like putting Barkov on my top fifteen list, and I, he is a good player, yeah. but like, I, as as of this moment, I th- I think Huberdo deserves that mm. that that spot over Barkov. Yeah, not not yeah. not yeah at, at number eight. Okay. Not not okay. saying he he doesn't deserve it. I mean, obviously my mind could change throughout the season, and I feel like he could deserve it. But as of this moment. Huberdo, all the way. Number eight, I'm keeping Svechnikov there. I didn't realize how young. He's 21 years old. He's younger than every single person here. Like I didn't realize yeah. he was that young. I, well, and his brother Evgeny is the same thing. I think I think Evgeny is only like 20 or 21. They're both babies. Yeah. I'm looking at little baby. He's killing it this year as well. 17, yeah. 17 points in 13 games. So I, I think he's very well-deserved of that number eight. I'm, I'm keeping him where he is. I, you see... I swapped him out of my number eight, and I put Victor Hedman in number eight. Okay. Slightly had than where Colin and I had him. Yeah. yeah. I had Victor Hedman in number eight because, again, just another top-tier defenseman. And really... The top two defenseman in the league. Really... Not a, number one. Really a building block of Tampa. Yeah. I wouldn't say top two. I'd say, you know, top... Top well, five. Top, top two parent defenseman, yes, but, like, not top parent defenseman, honestly. As of right now, obviously, like I said, if you can change my mind, you know this. T- I mean, by the All Star <laughs> break, but yeah, right, right now, no, I, I have to play this. Uh, number eight, I have Aho McCain's. Which one? 
The Hurricanes. He said, oh. said the Canes one. Hurricanes. <laughs> Carolina Ajo. Or, yeah, Carolina Ajo. The Carolina Ajo. I am. Um, and I had um, Patty Kane at my number eight. That's fair. So, number seven, uh, this is Jonathan Huberdeau. Johnny Hockey. That's not Johnny Hockey. I oh, know, Johnny Goudreau. <laughs> Johnny. Um, I honestly don't have Huberdeau in my top 15 anywhere. I don't um, No, I don't nothing either. against him. He's still a great player yeah. and a little over point per game with 15 and 14 games. Um, number eight is where, seven, sorry, is where I have Vasilevsky. Um, Actually, I, I know Ethan is is really glorified him in the past. Eric Carlson? Uh, no, uh, the rat, Brad Marchand. I actually have him as my number seven. Yeah. I, I also have the rat, Brad Marchand. I have seven. another Bruin um, as my number seven. I had that's where I put Berger on. I have Victor Hedman as my number seven. Hedman? I have Hedman as my seven. So, so we're all right, right there, neck and neck, yeah. around with Hedman. So. All right, Colin, who's your number six? Oh. Um, Jeff, you, did you Yeah, oh, I, I, I said Brad Marchand was. So, uh, right now, uh, Nate, uh, Nate Mack, uh, the injured Nate Mack, is currently listed as number six via NHL. I actually have uh, Austin Matthews as yep, number six. That, I, I swapped Austin Matthews and Nate McKinnon. Yeah, it, it's tough throwing uh, Austin Matthews outside the top five, but, I mean, mm. I, I think these... Uh, as soon as I list off these top five players, I feel like you guys will will kind of see where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I have the Bob for number six, Bobrovsky of the Panthers. He's been outstanding, and I have a couple players that I almost put him in my top five, and I was like, man, that's a close. I'm gonna put him just shy. I really want. Uh, go ahead, Kyle. Number six is where I have. The rat, as much as I still, I know everybody else is kind of having toilets for him. I still hate his fucking guts, I mean, but I can still respect of how good of a player he is. See, see I have him at number six. You know, seven, seven, eight. Sorry, eighteen points in twelve games. I mean, he's he's looking like the normal what? Brad Marsh on this I season. Mean, one and a half points per game. Yeah, yeah. So it's not bad. Yeah. I have my number six. I had um, Andre Vasilevsky at number six. Yeah. I. I mean, obviously we've mentioned Tampa is slow right now, but I mean they turn it around. They're, he's starting. Yeah. He'll he'll turn. And I know around. they're they're on a pretty good streak right now. They, yeah. They're another just like Toronto. They've also won like seven other past eight. They're they're on they're on a really good streak right now as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Colin. Top five. Uh, for number five, Brad Marchand of Boston. That's that's where it sits. Um, for me, I, I gotta go with Bassey, number five. As un like as as not like he's not playing well this season, but I mean, I feel like in the past he's he's performed he's well. Earned that spot. He, yeah. He's earned yeah. at least a top five spot at yeah. at, at the bare minimum. So mm-hmm. as soon as he starts to pick his, his stuff back up and 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 show like he he's worthy of you know last season Andre Vasilevsky, he he's that, that's where he's gonna set. So yeah, and that's to be absolute absolutely shits himself yeah. for the rest of the I season. Have... I'm going to catch a little bit of shit for this. I mean, I agree with putting Vassy in the mm-hmm. uh, the five spot, but another player that I really considered putting over Vassy was uh, Mark Shifley. Okay. I forgot I about said, him. I said giving Shifley that five spot. Um, he's another one who's kind of really holding Winnipeg together. Mm-hmm. Him and Hellebuck. Yeah. I, I honestly kind of forgot to also put Shifley in the top 15. Yeah, I did too. I, 
as much as I love Andre Vasilevsky, I'm more almost more inclined to give it to uh, to give it to Shifley because he's just as I said, he's a phenomenal player. I mean, he's a phenomenal captain for Winnipeg, and I think he he's got. A lot to do this season, and I think hopefully this will be a breakout season for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, I just swapped five and six. Five is where I got McKinnon. Um, you know, if he wasn't injured, his stats could probably be a lot different. He's only got got ten points in eight game that eight games that he's played. You know, still looking like Nate McKinnon, yeah. and only one of those are goals. But so I mean, almost a, a point per game there. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um. I had actually um, Robert Leonard as my number five. Robert um, Leonard. I know it's you guys will. I knew when I put him. You guys top five. Honestly, he's, he's he's doing a lot better as the main number one starter than I thought he would. Yeah, but top five is a stretch. Top Maybe five is a stretch. Top, right top ten, sure. Yeah. Top five. It's eh, not, you had what Vasilevsky at seven six. six. I, I would swap. I'll maybe even swap those two, and I would yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, you guys but, are gonna give me shit for mine. I have Karol Kaprizov for number Karol five. Karol Kaprizov. Yeah, at number five. Again, <sighs> he's top of top. He's top ten. Just, uh, but for him, it's just too early to tell. He's young. This well, that's why I put him up there because look at all these young stars coming out of the gate. He could have a blossom season and but go he, at crazy. the same time, he could also shit his pants and go completely. through a dumpster fire. Yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, have you ever heard of a sophomore slump? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's playing about as well as he did last season. You know, currently 11 points in 14 games, three goals and eight point or eight assists. Which is not um, terrible. It's yeah, just... so- sophomore year. That's not terrible. You know, adju- adjust, adjusting well to uh, adjusting very well to the normal side of hockey, <coughs> rather than the COVID side that he saw in his rookie season. Yeah. Yeah. All right, call number four. Is the uh, porn stash himself, Austin Matthews. I already said, well, who my number four is. I swapped number four for Nate McKinnon. Yeah, my, my number four, you're going to hate me for this, but or everyone's going to hate me for this. Tom Wilson? Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I have uh, Ovi as my number four. Wow, okay. okay. As great of a goal scorer as he is, I mean, over, like, all around. I think it just deserves him as the number four. I I can't put him any lower, but like if, if he was able to be more of a playmaker and get more assists for the Capitals, yeah, sure, he'll be, he'll be a top two player. But like, mm-hmm. not number four. He it's the highest. On, honestly, I'm I'm keeping Matthews at four. I think he's pretty well pretty well placed. Twelve currently twelve points in thirteen games. You know, not bad for the slow start that he had. I think he had maybe I think he had like four points in the first five games. So he, he's re- he's really stepped it up. And changed his pace of play. I, he's I mean, been feeding Marner a lot more, you know, feeding other teammates yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not. I never denied that Austin Matthews is a bad or good player because he's a phenomenal player. It's just I don't like him because he's a cocky fucking dickhead. Oh, 100 yeah. percent he is. Yeah. I mean, a good percentage of the people on this list are. Yeah, but he is a standout. As much as I hate to fuck. say it, McDavid's become a cocky little shit too. I love him to death, but he, he's become a very cocky little shit. But he can back it up, yeah. dude. I mean, like we said earlier, he's to the point where he's averaging over 100 points a season. He, he, he's, he's, become, he's honestly becoming like Crosby was in his first couple seasons. He, he's been, there's been comments, he's been whining online about not getting calls, and but he does the same thing. He'll do a cheap shot and it doesn't get called on him. Mm-hmm. 
but he's making those same plays and is getting, you know, getting those plays on him and not getting called, and he's whining about it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, my number four, I had Leon Dreisaitl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had Miko Rantanen for my number four. Okay. Again, Miko another Rantanen. kind of a kind of a young gun coming into the league. I think it's his third season. I forget. I want to say but, this. I want to say Bobo's right. I, I think, think it's it is third, third, third maybe fourth. But yeah, he's but he's, he's, he's still definitely young. been you know showing us stuff. And the one thing I love about Miko Rantanen, he's not one of those cocky motherfuckers. No, I've really he, never. He shows up to the arena. He's he plays. Humble. He very humble, and that's the one thing like I love. It, like you know, hockey in general. That's one thing I love. It is. It's not like football where you catch a pass and you have to dan- you have to shake your ass in the end zone because oh whoop you do I can catch a fucking football yeah still in a fifth grade <laughs> you know hockey you give each other a big fucking hug like hey man congrats on your basic motor skills yeah. <laughs> hey guys look I caught a football give me ten million fucking dollars all right moving on to number three uh, currently is Alex Ovechkin I kept him in number three I- uh, personally I put Nate Mack. A healthy Nate Mac in the, in the number three spot. I swapped him and Drysidel. I put Drysidel in the number three spot. I did the mm-hmm. exact same thing. I put Drysidel at three and Ovi Obi- at two. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. My top three are the same. I ha- I just kept the top three. Yeah, Obi man, he's he's same. almost he's close to goal per game right now. He's got twelve goals in fifteen games. Yeah, uh, for a grand total of twenty six points in fifteen games right now. For his career, he's at a point eight six goals. Per game. Yeah, he's he's Jesus. insane. Um, For a career, nearly a goal per game. That's insane. Oh, yeah. Um, And then my... I actually had Nate McKinnon, just like Colin, at number three as well. A healthy Nate, Nate McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah. So I, I feel like most of us have our top three in our... In the same order. Yep. Uh, the number two slot goes to Dreisaitl. Yep. And number one goes to McDavid. Yep. That's that, right. like, I, there's I, no I, argument for the number one spot. Yeah, there's yeah. No, yeah, yeah. no argument. Yeah. yeah. The, the reason I kept Dreisaitl number two was McDavid and Dreisaitl are just a deadly fucking duo. It's, it's, yeah, it's... You know. I just think that... I just... It's just especially the season with, you know, Obi's already passed, what, three players this season alone. Like, He's jumped, jumped from number six up to number four now. Or yeah. gonna, probably going to be number three by the end of the season. With, with the rates that he's Ovechkin's at, at yeah. he's going to pass Yager for the number that's, three that's spot. The, that's the only reason I saw him je- just barely edging out Dry Saddle for number two. That, but the, the way that Ovechkin's scoring, he's going to pass Gretzky by the end of the 23-24 season. Oh, easily. Dry Saddle is at goal per game. He's at 14 goals in 13 games right now. Same amount of points, though, 28 points in, in 13 games. And I guess my reasoning behind sliding, swapping Ovi and Dreisaitl was, I mean, Ovi can do a lot on his own. I mean, yeah, he has uh, guys like Nick Backstrom and stuff like that feeding him the puck, but he can also handle the puck himself. That, that's, where, that's one of the main reasons yeah. why I put him at number two. Whereas, mm-hmm. you look at Leon Dreisaitl, there's really no Leon Dreisaitl without Connor McDavid, and there's really no Connor McDavid without Leon Dreisaitl. As much as we'd love to say that, I, I feel like there there are also things that Leon can do with without Connor, and there are things that Connor can do without Leon. I say, absolutely. We can also look and see how well Ovechkin's doing without Backstrom right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying they can't do it without each other, but... It, you know, there's only so much they can do with each other, sharing the same ice. Who's, you know, who's currently got the first-line center in Washington? Is it Kuzi? It, it's uh, Kuzi at the first-line Kuzi? Because 
Well, like we're, I showed these. Oh, sorry. Um, because the other night when McDavid played against in Edmonton, played with against the Rangers, like McDavid on his own just kind of just geeked through. Well, that play where he went through four players on four players and then the goaltender. Yeah, it was so like just showing like way he did that one goal right there. He you could tell he he still he could do it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he was fined thirty five thousand to send you know five Rangers back to school <laughs> <laughs> for each player thirty five thousand for each player for each player yes. <laughs> so grand total of what hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars a lot of money a lot of money <laughs> more than any of us will ever see yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah all right so um that's the end of my, our main topic uh, on to your more serious matter um I'm gonna let Ethan take care of it because you know. I don't know what he's able to release and not release, so Ethan, go ahead, buddy. So, um, this is coming from me with a very heavy heart, and this is, like Colin said, it's a pretty serious thing, but it's nothing bad. I don't want you to think I'm in trouble. I don't want you to think that there's anything bad legally going on with me. Everything is fine due to a very big move and a very exciting event we'll say um as of next week i am going to be officially stepping away from the podcast for a while um for at least the rest of this season um it's as i said it's nothing bad and this is something that was my choice but uh just be sure you tune in next week you'll get some final remarks from me and uh, I can't wait to be back here with these guys in studio, in the official Buckbuster studio, uh, to kick off season three. And I know you guys are going to, I know the show's going to be in good hands, and I know we have a lot of fun with this. And, um, but I just wanted to publicly announce that next week is going to be my last episode with the crew for a while. Um, and it's, trust me, it's not going to be easy next week. I think the waterworks are going to be flowing a little bit. I think in all, all of us. All of us. us. But uh, I just don't want you guys to worry. I'm going to be perfectly fine. Everything's good on my end. It's just this is a commitment that I made several years ago. And, uh, and it's unfortunately my time to step away for it. So, uh just be sure you guys tune in for next week. As I said, for some final remarks, uh, we're gonna make it a banger. We're gonna make and it. We're gonna make it a. We're gonna make it a banger episode next week. So be sure you tune in next week. And that will unfortunately do it for this week's episode of the Buckbusters. Hey, hate, uh, to, hate to end it on that note. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but, but uh, obviously tune in next week. Um, <laughs> ring the bell button on Spotify. You know, tune into Facebook, Twitter. Get it done. I know we haven't really been active on social media or on Facebook, the Facebook, Twitter end of things, but we will try and start picking back up. I, I know, mo- I know. Life's, mo- hitting, life's hitting us hard, so but, yeah, we're, mo- trying, we're life, trying the best life, that we can. Life's, mo- life's hitting us hard, and I know these guys are going to, as I said, they're going to take care of the show. They're going to bring some people in to fill my shoes. It's so going to be tough. but It's, it's going to be tough, tough. We're but listen, we'll be back bigger and better. I'll be back bigger, better than ever, and ready for... Uh, Season three with you boys. 
Let's do it. Yeah, be patient. I'll I'll try and step my shit up at social media, guys. <laughs> I promise. All right, see you guys. Bye.